I like the flowers, I like the daffodils, I like the mountains, I like the rolling hills, I like the fireside when the lights go low, singing a doo-wop-a-doo-wop-a-doo-wop-a-doo. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Campcast with AJ and Miles. Actually, it's not AJ and Miles, it's Simon this time. Gotcha. Ha. Yeah, that's right. I took over. They're not here today. Um, and today we have with us my good friend, Benjamin Naiman. Ben, how's it going? Oh, it's incredible. Never better. Wonderful. It's great to hear. Yeah, you know, really excited to be here on the podcast. Um, kind of disappointed it's not the real house, but you know. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. That's, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, you know, it, it does happen. You can't do much about it. So, uh, it does indeed. <laughs> All right. So you are the the main contributor to the Caring Respect Learning Instagram account. This is true. How did how did that start? Um. So way back in like, man, I want I want to say it's been around a year from now. Um, back in like April of last year. Um, this was when Pat Ropes official and Noah Brown the JT were kind of like, they were kind of like at their prime, you know. Uh-huh. We're kind of, like, blowing up. Right. And I saw it, and I was thinking, like, all right, you know, this is cool and all, but what if there was, like, a meme account, but, like, camper run? And so I was playing Fortnite with my good friend Al Ames, and I was talking to him, and I was like, yo, why don't we just make a meme account? And it just kind of happened, you know? Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, I guess, you know, it's it's grown into the, I don't know, do you, you have the most followers out of, of the three biggest camp meme accounts? Um, yeah, we do, actually. Wow. Doesn't Camp Erewhon tell new staff members to follow it to get an idea of what camp's like? Um, they did that last year. It was really interesting, actually, because if you remember, I'm sure everyone remembers, um, there were a ton of new international staff last year. Right. And so in around, um, in around like May, early June, we just started getting tons of followers after sort of, I remember the first few weeks we had like a pretty big, we were going pretty fast at the start. Then it kind of leveled off and I figured, okay, like it's not going to like, like once we got to around 200 followers, I was like, okay, maybe it's not going to grow from here. Like this is just kind of like, you know, this is kind of the peak because you figure there's only so many people like at camp who are old enough to like get the jokes. Um, that would follow it. Right. And it was, you know, it was a lot of old camp people, new camp. Like, there are people, um, like, way older than us who were following it, which I thought was cool. I think it's just really impressive that the camp told people, like, like, you're, you're officially supported by Camp Erewhon. Yeah. In a way. It was pretty sick. So that brings me to my next question. Uh, what are some of your favorite camp memes? My favorite few memes, I got a couple of them. So I think my first, like, meme we made, we got a couple of, like, the old ones. Some of them, looking back on it, not great content, but some of them are funny. The first one I'm really proud of, though, was the Baywatch one. So this just kind of came to me one night. It was about, um, I think, so it was May 27th of last year, so a month before camp started. And I thought it'd be really funny if I photoshopped the faces of a bunch of the guys from Boys Swim, or people who lifeguard a lot onto faces of characters from the Baywatch poster. So it was Theo Cowett, Daniel Levin, Jake Heft, Kobe Shapiro, Gil Shapiro, and Jack Bazian. And, you know, I just thought it was really funny. And it just felt like a... It was like one of our first memes that kind of blew up. Uh-huh. And, it be, and it was our, um... 
It was the profile picture, actually, until this weekend when it became the Kapong logo. The Baywatch meme, it was just one of our first, it was basically just our first, like, high effort meme that I was really proud of. It took me, like, a ridiculous amount of time to, um, make. Like, I fully spent, like, way longer than I needed to on just trying to know what I was doing. Uh-huh. But yeah, it just felt like it was, um, felt like it was some good content. For sure. Then another one. This was still to date by far just the highest effort meme. And I think it's really funny that it's this one and that it's on this uh, subject. It was the um, video that I edited about the 38 Candy Raid. <laughs> so if um, you remember, when we were largest, and it's a yearly tradition basically. Of Mara just making an insane like raid into the 38s where they just tear the place up. Yeah. So, um, I don't think I need to go into detail and describe the video, but it was just, I thought it was funny that this was like, and this was also one that became really popular, especially among, um, all the girls, of course. It was like about them. And it was interesting, it was kind of funny for me because we have a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of, like, especially from the early ones, lots of, like, point-based, point-centric memes. Right. So, it was kind of funny that, like, what was, what I still think is by far our best meme is actually, like, a curve-centric joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you think that contributed to the success of it? Um, it may have. I just thought, um, I had sort of been thinking about that as a funny meme idea for a while. Uh-huh. I saw sort of a version of that, or a same that same video, you know, edited with different captions and things like that for a completely different concept. It was actually something that got sent out of my school, and I thought that would be. And I once saw that video, I thought it would be a funny thing to just tie into camp. So I spent I forget what video editing thing I used. It was some like knockoff kind of Final Cut Pro bootleg because I um I use iMovie a lot for like school projects and stuff. Right. But iMovie just wouldn't, just like getting the text to work and like move just wouldn't work on iMovie. So I kind of just like got a free trial of this one video editing thing and spent like an hour or two like learning how to use it. And then, you know, just, I just came together and it was the candy raid video. And then the other one that's one of my favorites was the Camp Feral one, which is still by far our most liked meme. Yeah, it's definitely a classic. This was the first, this was, uh, I made it on the first day of Camp Feral. So it was about a week after camp ended last summer. And, you know, I didn't actually know what Camp Feral was until this summer. Really? Or, I think I had heard of it, but I didn't know it was a real thing. I just thought it was a, I th- I just thought it was a joke until this summer, and obviously, you know. Yeah. Geez, their own. I'm not going to knock people for um, being furries. <laughs> but it was just kind of a crazy concept to me. It's like, wow, like Camp Erewhon, like in the off-season, is like the biggest furry retreat in Canada. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, that's kind of cool. I remember the first time I heard about it, I was thinking to myself, no way, this is real. They're just, this is just like when they, when they told me on trip, uh, if you lick the bottom of those lily pads, uh, it tastes like lemonade, mint or summer. Does so it? I, uh, it actually, it, no, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, guys. It doesn't taste like lemonade. Um, I, I did lick it. I did lick one myself. I ripped it out. I know they're supposed to like, is that fake too? The one where they, they the people they say they they like take seven years to grow or something. I heard a hundred. <laughs> okay. I heard the flowers take like a hundred and twenty years. Yeah, that's definitely false. Um, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna confirm anything. I, I don't know. I'm not qualified to to talk about this really, but um, 
the bottoms of them don't taste like lemonade and maybe they take seven years to grow but i had to try it i had to lick it so i ripped one out and i what licked do they it. taste like uh it just tasted like water and i told my tripper it was actually reese i was like reese reese it doesn't it you lied to me and then he laughed and he said you actually did it and i said yeah and and i felt i felt really dumb but it was it was Jeez. really a great moment it was Naaman. <laughs> Can we edit that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you don't have to. Anyways, back to the Camp Farrell meme. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what I just thought. It was It was just kind of perfectly, just felt perfectly timed, you know? Yeah. But anyways, different than memes, where I think my favorite caring respect learning thing is, is actually what we're doing right now, which is the uh, Cup Pong tournament. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. Can you predict how many viewers you're going to get on Zoom? Honestly, I have no idea. Uh-huh. For reference, I think the camp, I think the campfire drew um definitely over 100. Maybe I think it drew like around 200, over 200. You know, I doubt I doubt we'll get I doubt we'll get that. Oh no, the campfire was way more. The campfire was like 3 or 400. Yeah, campfire was huge. Trivia was about 100. I didn't do trivia, I don't know. I did it. It was... I thought it was too hard, honestly. Really? Like, just random stuff that no one would know. But I learned a lot, you know? I know I wouldn't be good at it anyway, because I just don't... I happen to not know that much about camp. But Cup Pong, so... What's the... Can you just, like, explain the premise of it? I mean, it's Cup Pong. It's pretty self-explanatory, but... So, the premise is, I guess, every night... I'm not 100% sure how we'll schedule it yet. Uh-huh. Every night, we have, so we have a bracket, a tournament. Right. Of 16 siblings, or sets of siblings. And this, just for uh, just to read it off so everyone knows, it's the Haberts, the Hameses, the Laskies, the Pukies, the Greenbergs, the Grumbergs, the Wises, the Tokers, the Arbuses, the Patagorsky Roths, the Zrians, the Trots, the Levines, which is you guys, the Hitzigs, the Shulmans, and the Shapiros. So, the idea just kind of came out of a conversation that I had with Jamie. I forget really how it came up. Uh-huh. But it just kind of just came to us. It was really Jamie's idea. And we just kind of put it together, you know? We just texted everyone. Everyone, once we said it, everyone was super into the idea. Right. Because you think, you know, everyone's social distancing right now. Everyone's, everyone's at home with their siblings. Yeah. So now's, like, the perfect time to do it. I'm super excited for Cup Pong. Hopefully, everyone, hopefully people will tune in and watch. Yeah, yeah, we really need your guys' support. Everyone that's listening to this better go and watch on Zoom. Go to caring respect, at caring underscore respect underscore learning on Instagram. Honestly, if you don't follow caring respect learning by now, that's just on you. Yeah, that's true. If yeah, like, You're just slacking, man. Yeah. Like, just... Like, I don't know if I'm, like, I'm a little disappointed in you, but you should be disappointed in yourself, really. Definitely go, go follow Caring Respect Learning, and speaking of camp, speaking of camp, this thing's about camp, okay. isn't it? All right. Imagine Hunger Games at camp. Damon. Be pretty crazy. That would be wild. Who do you think out of the staff? Be pretty wild. I mean, I feel like the Hunger Games, so, you know, it's part strength, part, like, survival skills part like killer instinct so when i think like you know strength and survival skills obviously you think trippers of course that's their specialty so the trippers that come to mind like to me would be a simon benny and b sasha koch 
Those are like the top two. I'm going to throw in one more. I'm going to throw okay. in Jen. Yeah, I can see Jen. She's small, a little unassuming. No, I'm just saying... A little crazy. If she... Very crazy. Little backstory. Um, she did Brent with a dislocated shoulder, and throughout yeah. the trip, it kept on popping out, and she Pretty said it crazy. was extremely painful, but but just pushed through it, which was absolutely incredible. Yeah, we were on the last portage before Brent, and her shoulder just fully fell out of her socket. Yep. And it was wild. I think with, with that kind of resilience, um, she's definitely, definitely up there. Yeah. But I feel like if it was like a hand-to-hand combat kind of situation, um, I just don't see her being Sam and Benny, you know? I mean, maybe, I- I'm thinking, Benny can probably throw a punch, but, mm-hmm. but Jen could definitely take one. Oh, definitely. And Simon also is just like, you know, I feel like Hunger Games is also a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of skill in there. And uh-huh. there's a lot of, he doesn't really something to kill her, you know? Right. Like, Simon's kind of like a nice, like, you know, he's big, he's a, you know, he's a tank, but he's not really much of a killer. Yeah. And he's pretty, and he'd be pretty easy to, you know, spot in the woods. Or here in the woods, because, you know, he'd be just kind of stumbling, like, marching through the trees. So that's where I think of Sasha Koch. Because he, I could definitely see him murdering someone, if necessary, in a Hunger Games-style situation. But I think if it came to... Or he's also, wait a minute, wait a minute, he's also a big fisher. That's true. And I feel like you, know, you gotta get food at some point. Of course. It's called the Hunger Games. But I'm thinking, you know, Simon Benny versus, versus Sasha Koch, you know, just like... Yeah, Sasha's a win in that fight. Fist fight is definitely not going Sasha's way. Yeah. I mean, Sasha's a tank, don't get me wrong, but yeah, you just can't. You don't mess with... I don't think anyone could beat Simon. Maybe Pat. Because Pat like, actually wrestles. Yeah, I guess. Like I feel since, you know, now that since like JT and Jackie Chan are gone, I think there's any... In any hand-to-hand combat situation, I don't think anyone's beating Pat. That's true. Also, but I don't even think JT would stand a chance. To, I think to JT JT would even be a good. Bro, matchup. JT's on the net was on, is on the Jamaican national kung fu, or not kung fu taekwondo team. Oh seriously? All right. Yeah, okay. JT is like a pro. Okay. All right. I I take that back. Then never mind. But the other thing that Pat has going for him though is he's good at ropes, so he right. can sell, like traps, all sorts of crazy stuff, you know. But I don't really see him. I don't know. He seems like somewhat of a survivalist, like not as much as a tripper. But more so than like the average counselor. Hot take. What about JJ Greenberg? That's what I was thinking about also. So we were talking about, you know, Simon Benny or Pat and hand to hand combat. Uh huh. But what if you're not hand to hand? Right. I mean I was you know, everyone remembers, you know, who who won the Hunger Games. Candace won the Hunger Games. Right. Whoa. And is an archer. I mean everyone's if you haven't read it or seen it by now. Yeah, guys. Um Major spoilers for the book and major movie that, like, came out ten years ago. Um, the main character wins. It's your fault if you haven't uh, followed Caring Respect Learning, and it's also your fault if you haven't read slash watched The Hunger Games. That's on you. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you're slacking. But, yeah, that's a good point, JJ, Archer. And that, of course, brings... So then, then we think Big Archer, so we got... 
that gives us Aiden, JJ. Um, if we're keeping it to staff, that's AJ or Aiden, JJ, Ben Greenberg, um, Ollie, because he has a second in archery, and I don't even know who else, honestly. Okay, so you have so of those four of those couple archers. I feel like Ollie's is by far the most Hunger Games capable. Like, obviously, you know, say none of them have a bow. Just no one other than Ollie has any real survival skills. Maybe JJ. I feel like JJ could be a good... Or Aiden, actually. Actually, all four of them maybe could be good survivalists. But just, I feel like Ollie would be the best. I think he's the most well-balanced. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't you know, know, Ollie's like strong he's smart not that anyone else isn't but you know he's just ollie aber at a certain like at a certain point yeah what are you gonna do i mean also you know so say it's set at camp that means there's lots of water there's lots of canoeing ollie's a really good paddler in addition to his seconds in archery as his first in kayak and ropes so he can set traps in the same way that pat can uh-huh. so he's really so maybe he's not as good of like a hand-to-hand fighter as Pat is, but he's not that much worse. Plus, he has archery skills. Um, pretty solid killer instinct. He's really good at solving riddles. Yeah, and he, in addition, he can team up with Andy. And I feel like Pat could take either of them alone, or Simon Benny could take either of them alone. But just Ollie plus Andy. I mean, that's just game over. Yeah. That's the Haves combo. And also, Andy is a really good sailor. So say they couldn't. So say they got their hands on a sailboat. Actually, both of them are really good sailors. Just any, if they got their hands on any type of marine vessel and a bow and arrow, that's just game over. Yeah, you really you can't do much about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really don't see how you beat. I mean, I suppose then I guess Andy could win. Like who wins? Who wins that Habert versus Habert showdown? Um, I don't, I don't know Andy's skill set well enough. To, I think to judge, I think it'd definitely be pretty close. I couldn't say which way it would go, Habert versus Habert. I don't know. Archery skills, you got to give the edge to Ollie. What do you guys think? DM us. Uh, yeah, let us know at campcast.ajmiles and at caring respect learning. Come on, guys, just go follow him seriously. If you haven't done it at this point in the podcast, yeah, like if you not only like haven't. Start already been following us since before the podcast, but you've heard you've like gotten this far and haven't followed. That's just just disappointing. Shame on you, seriously. If you haven't followed, um, yeah. Which brings us to our next segment of the podcast. This has been a hot topic for a while. We've discussed it with previous guests on the podcast. What do you think about the beef situation? Oh, the beef situation. Uh Um. I have very mixed feelings on it. Take that back, actually. I have semi-mixed feelings on it. At the start, I was super anti. Like, I heard that, and I was just not happy. Um, if anyone remembers, I did, like, five... I, did, I, I think I posted every single day for a week about it. I remember it. that. And eventually, I sort of, like, came to terms with it, uh-huh. you know? Of all those... Of all the things that we're losing, I really only care about losing cookout. Yeah, that's definitely going to be like, I, I, I Don't get me wrong, I love pulled beef, but I feel like pulled chicken, or like even the meatballs, like that's all good. It's like a good alternative. 
But cook out, like, lentil burgers and chicken breasts, that's just, you know... Apparently they're good, but still, you know, chicken breasts instead of hot dogs, that's just a, that's just a you step know, down. I'm definitely... I'm gonna Jack miss um, taking, you know, just a single burger bun and sticking three burgers and at least three hot dogs in there and just chowing down. Oh, yeah, same. Every single time. I mean, you, you could make a burger and chicken breast monstrosity, but that, it's just not the same. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I guess I think, I think let's see. We really have to wait and see how good these flex burgers are. I hear they're half lentil. We've already talked about this. Yeah. I don't want to, um, I don't want to get all up in arms before really, before we like know what the deal is. But I feel like they should have kept hot dogs at least. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of the veggies. You know, at the end of the day, um, climate change is important and it's a good, for a good cause. So I, I, I understand the decision, if I, even if I don't yeah, agree with I'm, it. I'm definitely willing to sacrifice this. And in reality, like this is a very small change. This is not affecting my camp experience personally. And if it is affecting your camp experience, yeah. I don't think you're going to camp for the right reason. Anyway. Um, so, and then our, our next question, this was also um, discussed on a previous episode. Ben, what do you think turtles eat? Um, probably mainly plastic. Oh, maybe apples also. People throw lots of those in the lake. Well, the correct answer is turtellini. Man, yeah, it's a good one. All right, this has been a lot of fun, Ben. Uh, Thank I think, you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's it's been a pleasure talking to you, but unfortunately, I think our time's up. Once again, if, if you haven't uh, followed Caring Respect Learning, I don't even know what to say to you. And one final question, Benjamin Naiman, what's the best part about camp? Um, you know, Simon, that's a very good question. Um, you know, there's a couple of really good, really good things about camp. You know, you get to be yourself, you get to have fun, you get to make good friends. Um, you get to understand the memes that are on Caring Respect Learning. That's my, that's one of my favorites. Um, but you know, really one of my favorite things about camp, you get to see him again tomorrow. 